Y'all's the only family I got. You really think you can keep 700 Union soldiers without proper shoes because you think it's funny? Now, where would that power come from? Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. I'm here with the boys. I got Fozman here. Glad to be here. And Shasti. That's what I say. What's up, Fozman? Hey. And welcome to the show where we (laughs) drink drinks and talk movies. Today's drink is a, we'll call it a Southern Gentleman. I feel like that's already a drink, but... uh, South ain't too gentlemanly, boy. Well, (laughs) that's kind of the point. This drink ain't too gentlemanly either. All right. Um, So what we've got here is two ounces of bourbon. We cut up a uh, a clementine and we squeeze some fresh juice into it, and then we just a splash of simple syrup and fill the glass with uh, ginger beer. So it's it's very similar to a mule. I drank half mine already, (laughs) and it is delicious. I guess my ice has been sitting on top. It's fire. Yeah. Not quite as sharp as a mule. Like, the uh, the juice really kind of tames it out. Yeah. And uh, what Kentucky separates mule. this from, like, a Kentucky pack mule, aside from the juice, is obviously there's no uh, there's no bitters in this drink. For once. For once. <laughs> we have a plethora of, of bitters in our, in our cabinet right. now, right? <laughs> I think we got four different kinds of bitters right That's now. All right. Um, so the reason we went with uh, this drink and specifically with bourbon is we are talking about Glory today, uh, the 1989 film about the Civil War and the first black regiment in the Union Army. The 54th. Ooh. Um, just real quick, like I said, I came out in. <laughs> I love the 54th. I love the 54th. Came out in 89. It was directed by Edward Zwick, uh, known for Legends of the Fall. It had a budget of $18 million, and it only brought back $27 million. Ouch. So, yeah, not really a hit, um, mm. although it probably deserved to be. Yeah, especially with this. I'm surprised yeah. by that because of the Well, it's got a killer cast. cast. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, we can get into it. Matthew Broderick's, Broderick rounds it off. Or, I mm-hmm. mean, starts it off with as Colonel Robert Shaw. Denzel Washington as Trip. Um, he's kind of like the uh, instigator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Freeman sitting right where Morgan Freeman always sits as the mediator. Um, Andre Brewer, Brower, Brower. I'm yeah. sorry, as, as Thomas, Carrie uh, Elwes, Elwes, Elwes. Sorry, <laughs> Major Colonel Forbes, Major Cabot Forbes, uh, his his best man, uh, Matthew Broderick's homie. You know, um, Jimmy Kennedy as Jupiter Shirts. It's pronounced Shirts, Shirts, yeah. Jupiter Shirts. He's a <laughs> stuttering guy. You know, he's, he's one of my favorite characters in the he's movie, great. actually. Um, John Finn, Sergeant Major McCulley. Mole Cahey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Alan North, Bob Gunton, Clift Young, J.O. Sanders, and Richard Really? Really? Riley? As the quartermaster. You, you would know him if you saw Riley, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's uh uh he, Yeah. That he, for all those roles that Bill Murray's brother doesn't get, yeah. this guy's in. <laughs> right. Yeah. The chunky bald guy you've yep. seen a million times. With the gravelly voice <laughs> and the shitty mustache. Um so real quick, um, we're going to do our speed summary. So Glory is the story of uh, a newly uh, promoted colonel, Matthew Broderick's character, who is given command of the 1st Black Regiment in the Union Army. And it is their journey from uh, untrained slaves all the way to uh, their most famous battle in the Civil War. 
Um, spoilers, everybody dies. Uh, it's a very rough film, but uh, along the way, we get to really love these characters. Amen. And I think that's where we should start, is characters. Yeah. Because this, this story is, is based primarily on uh, the Colonel's letters, so Matthew Broderick's character's letters home. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of stiff, because that's how letters were written back then, but the characters are very well fleshed out. So, like, even when Greg was going over over the cast list, like, we had some some emotional responses to some of these characters. Like, Denzel's character. Like, this is Denzel's character from Training Day, <laughs> basically. Except he wasn't a leader. Yeah. He was just like, I don't he's give just, a fuck. He's I just, just got that kill. spirit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, Morgan Freeman being being just the the older, wiser member of the team. Um, Voice we've of got, God. Yeah. J- yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Kennedy. Not to be yeah. confused with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, as the stuttering uh, sharpshooter. Like, he's a very lovable character, yeah. and he's, he's just a, a side character. And he's actually, you said everybody dies. He lives, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's the only one that well, does. he kept that yeah. Bible in his left hand like he talked about. Rifle in my true. right, Bible in my left. This is true. <laughs> um, this, I think this one's going to be a little disjointed because we're going to be going, like, this might be the reason this movie didn't do so well. Um, like, I really enjoy it. But there's nothing about it that necessarily makes it stand out as a critical mm-hmm. piece. I mean, you kind of almost want to hate Matthew Broderick up front because he was kind of given this title, given this title as Colonel, but kind of his dad kind of stepped in. Was like, yeah, well, look, we got that. Um, but he ended up, you know, proving his stripes. Yeah, pun intended. You know, I, 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 I had a bit of an emotional journey in the middle with him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't like Carrie Elway's character, who's like his right hand man. Mm-hmm. I didn't at um, first, but I at learned first, to really like him. Yeah, but because he's like, like Carrie Elway's about halfway through the movie becomes the kind of manager that I always love. <laughs> like he's he's in the fucking trenches with you, yeah, and he's he's on and your same side. With, he's same got with your Matthew Broderick. But Matthew Broderick has the opposite journey. In the beginning, he's close to Thomas. Like we grew up together, um, and as time goes on, he ha- learns that he has to distance himself from from his men, Enlisted and then. Man, yeah. Towards the end, towards the end of the movie, like he gets back to being himself, and it's really like it's it it's a journey for him, but it's not one that's necessarily gonna stand out to a critic. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that's gonna draw people to a theater. It's worth seeing. Yeah, and you said you brought up this story's kind of based on letters, and it is mm-hmm. dry in that fact because it is kind of spoken word for word as far as somewhat of a narration mm-hmm. throughout. Um, but he comes off a little bit pompous, a little bit above everything, a little bit, and also comes off scared of what his what his family might think yeah. or something like that. But he he was putting a lot of situations that I overall grew to like about him. I mean, mm-hmm. he he was the first one up the hill. First yeah. one, he, he actually you know he yeah. led the team. You know, I mean, there got was all, a, literally there, got off his high horse. Yeah, yeah, right, and yeah. sent that sent that guy pack and you know just infantry style, just you know mm-hmm. one one of you. You know, I think he needed to prove that to himself. Yeah, for his family name, um, I don't know. That's kind of what I his growth to me was kind of like getting past the that like the journey of not just being the leader of a black regiment, but mm-hmm. succeeding. And yeah. when everybody thought he was gonna fuck up. Yeah, know, and so. I mean in in the beginning, like when this movie starts, he's a captain, and he's got he's very clearly got PTSD. Yeah, like he's he's shell shocked in every sense. Yeah, there's like a, a and, champagne bottle goes off. Yeah, and he's all spooked or something. Yeah. And so you can tell that the war has changed him. Um, and they they don't really circle back around to that once he's back in a combat yeah, not setting. At all, which is kind of weird, I thought. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, it, it, great thing to touch on. Um, I, I'm gonna like as a critic, I have to kind of dump on this movie a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I'm saying it up front, I love this movie. It it really gets me in the feels every time I watch it. Um, like I I get shivers every time you know you you hear Broderick say, "Thomas, grab that mm-hmm. flag" as he marches into the into the fort. Mm-hmm. It gets me. I know it sounds like just a violent moment, but it's like we're moving forward yeah. no matter what. And that's a, that, that's critically to get back to that. That's kind of mm-hmm. why I dis disliked that part is because this movie's always going forward. There's no mm-hmm. there's really no callback to anything. There's no yeah. There's no linkage of past to present. Um, it's only present and future. And mm-hmm. you know, there's something to say for that. You know, I think that might yeah. have been what he was trying to get across, but it didn't link up the whole movie mm-hmm. to me it didn't round it wasn't rounded to me you know and it was just kind of a yeah. linear get there get done you kind of knew that they were gonna die i mean i always forget that they all die <laughs> yeah. i really do like every time i watch i'm like oh shit there goes maddie oh there yeah. goes denzel yeah. right at the same time right, right in the heart mm-hmm. you know i mean you knew it as soon as the, the one guy uh whatever who who's focusing the battle mm-hmm. you know and, and the general yeah. the, the first the first line is gonna Take heavy, have casualties. heavy casualties. Yeah. Like, can we? Can the fifty fourth volunteer? Yeah, and he's like, it's very well acted. Yeah, because he's shaking in that moment. Mm-hmm. We would like, <laughs> right. to volunteer. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah. his guys follow. Who they would? That's. I think it speaks to him as a as a colonel. You mm-hmm. know, they they would walk the line with him. They walked know? into a firing squad. And he women. and I think the first one he he took over and said, you know, I will be shot and killed mm-hmm. just by being a leader of a black regiment. Yeah. And they were all kind of like, what? Is this? Mm-hmm. We've never had a, you know, a white man do this for us kind of thing. I yeah. think that's kind of where it all started. You know? Yeah. And I, a, a, a thing in this movie's favor is I always, when I look back on it, I see it as a, it, as having a little bit of uh, white savior syndrome. Yeah. It has way less of it than I remember. Mm. Like Matthew Broderick, yes, he's leading the men, but he comes up alongside them in every way. Mm-hmm. And he you also know. lets them lead themselves, mm-hmm. and you know, because he knows that he can't be a part of their culture mm-hmm. where they came from. He knows he got a little taste of it when he put Denzel on the whipping post, yeah, um, because he's he knows that he's that, that was one of the most powerful parts in most movies that I've seen. Um, just yeah. just Denzel looking him in the eyes, back full of scars, f- stone cold fucking face with one yeah. tear that drops down. You know, just looking him right in the eye, like I I've, I've been here. Don't call me boy. Yeah, like, you're the boy. I I've, I've been well, and, and, and he's a natural leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's and he doesn't even want that. He just wants to fucking fight for his people. You know, I thought yeah. that was kind of a beauty. The beauty part of that movie, you know, it's Denzel. Yeah, and I I wonder if this movie is disjointed intentionally because the intentions of the characters are disjointed. Like obviously, uh, Matthew Broderick has very different intentions. He he's, his career is the military, mm. so he's there to win the war, win the battle. And Denzel is there to just fight oppression, even though he considers it a losing war. Um, and then we've got uh, Morgan Freeman, who is there, like, fighting for the slaves that are still slaves. You know, he's he's fighting for people that can't fight for themselves. And we've got, you know, Jimmy Kennedy, who is just, he wants to prove to the world that he's more than just a black man. He's a man, you know. Mm-hmm. And all of these different motivations make up this incredibly historic regiment. Mm-hmm. You know, the first black black regiment was the first to march into a fort that was never taken. Never, yeah. But... And they knew exactly the, mm-hmm. what the outcome was going to be. 
And they said, yeah. hell with it, we're going to do it. And I think at the end credits, what do they say? Like another, I forget who was president that during that time, but I think it was another 180,000 um, black soldiers were able to enlist. They all volunteered. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that was during, that was during Lincoln's time. Okay. And they said um, was, he what, used, what, what, he used that battle as, uh, as, as like evidence or, or, or as a, uh, precedence, I mm-hmm. guess you would say in law, like they're good fighters and they want to fight. They brought in another hundred. Then they're Americans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they said that uh, he said that it, it actually turned was the tie that turned the mm-hmm. whole, you know, north to south battle. Which is saying something because Gettysburg had already happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for him to say that this battle changed everything, and they loosely touched on that a little bit earlier in the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, they mentioned right, Gettysburg coming yeah. in, but yeah, like no. we'll be home by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime somebody says that, not only are they going to die, but the war is going to last another five years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, and then this movie takes place in 80, 1886, or not 1886, 1868. And I want to say the war lasted another year and a half after that. Okay. Year-ish. I think it ended in late 69, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, when when we're talking about this historically, we're still very much on the East Coast. And at this point... Uh, Grant has just been given, you know, uh, control of the Union Army, so he's starting to march across across the country. But this is probably around the time that you had the burning of Georgia. Um, you know, they're still like Appomattox is almost a thousand miles mm-hmm. away, so we're still very much in the trenches of this war. Yeah. Um, and and these men signed on for literally for the rest of their lives. Yep. You know, so yep, with uh, not being afraid of capture or anything, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's crazy. Another one of the um, big parts that stand out to me um, as far as the Denzel, Matthew Broderick, Broderick relation um, is when, you know, at the end of the movie where they not only die together, um, Matthew Broderick, you know, mm-hmm. he's the first one up the hill, like we talked yeah. about. Denzel's the second one. You know, he's, and, he, and he grabs he that flag, flag the colors yeah. because he wanted, he wanted him to do it as an honor. He's like, no, 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 I'm here to fight kind of thing. Um, but the, he dies right on his chest and then. At the end of the, the very end, you know, when they're getting tossed into a mass burial, foxhole, yeah. you know, um, you know, it just it goes to show, you know, there's you die together, your brothers. I mean, mm-hmm. from from t- high command to private. I mean, like you're all sharing the same same blood, same battlefield, same yeah. triumph, same loss, you know, and they were mm-hmm. they were just trying to work towards the same thing. And, you know, yeah. And I mean. This this movie, I, I think its value really lies in Black History Month as a as a talking piece more than it has value as a film. Like it is a great film. It is it is beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Um, the the dialogue is it's, it's nothing to write home about, but it's good, you know. Um, but where this this movie really kind of stands up is its place in history and and its place in the social dialogue because. This is a battle, you know, you're not taught about in school. You know, I didn't know about this until I watched the movie. And I was in grade school when this movie was... Well, I was born in 91, so this movie would have been circulating when mm-hmm. I was in grade school. And there was only really no historical relevance other than it was the fa- mm-hmm. the first black regiment to go into a into battle, yeah, basically. Well, so. Yeah, and it, 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 it changed the way that, you know, the, the military was recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it changed... You know, it, it was one step closer to the civil union that Lincoln was shooting for. Like, like the world or the nation that we got after Lincoln's assassination was not 
the nation that he intended for us to inherit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like his, his plan for reparations and for restoration was very different than the one that Jackson gave us. So, you know, you look at, you look at a movie like this where, you know, a, a colonel in the military and a former slave are working side by side, you know, they're training. They know that if, if they're captured, they die the same death. You know, it, it's, it's, it's an image, a snapshot of the world that we could have had 150 years ago. You know, the, the nation that we could have had, had, had we put aside our differences back then the way that we should have. Mm-hmm. And now here we are today. Granted, we don't have slaves. We don't have, you know, we, I mean, may, maybe we got a civil war coming, but <laughs> I mean, we live in a world that could be so much better. And you look at the relationships in this, in this movie and they do inspire you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even the, uh, speaking of relationships, the brief encounter that they had when, uh, you know, the uh, one one of the white um, regiments was going forward into battle mm-hmm. and Denzel steps up like, ah, you should just turn around right now, send the 54th over there, you know, we're going to be... I love know, the 54th. There you go. And um, so, you know, one of the, the white guys gets a little mouthy, you know, mm-hmm. starts talking some shit and, you know, we'll see you later. And, you know, he backs him up, all this kind of good stuff. But yeah. then at the end of the movie... When they're going into that to that that small sandy pathway is what they yeah. call it or something like that. Yeah. The same guy is give him hell, fifty fourth. You know, and everybody's going nuts for him. And, and it, you yeah. know, you see, you kind of see the pride that they were lacking through the entire movie. All they wanted was at the beginning. All they wanted some some Respect. fucking boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And shoes. <laughs> you know, like these guys. You really think you can keep seven hundred <laughs> Union soldiers without proper shoes because you think it's funny? And it's rough. Now, these where guys... would that power come from? <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Like, not Matthew Broderick, the, yeah. the, the quartermaster. Grand, yeah, the quartermaster. Jeez. I mean, these guys' feet are bleeding. They, you know, I mean... Mm-hmm. You, Open sores. You yeah. go back to any kind... I mean, they're trailing through mud. I mean, humidity, muck, water. They're next mm-hmm. to a freaking ocean. You know what I mean? So it's like... Biggest rule of a lot of militaries, keep your feet healthy. Your feet are healthy. You're good to go yeah. kind of thing. Keep your feet dry. Keep your hands dry. Exactly. You're good to go. So, like, you know... Well, that was the whole shoes. thing is that they were trying to drive the point that no one was going to take them serious, that they were mm-hmm. ever going to actually go into battle. Yep. Well, and think about this. They marched just as well as every other soldier, even though their feet were torn mm-hmm. to shreds. Yeah. Like yeah. that, not only does that show a strength of mm. strength, but a strength <laughs> of character yeah. that these other soldiers they were working with didn't yeah. possess. And Matthew Project went to bat for those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, to you get tell that a lot done. about someone by their shoes. If they <laughs> yeah. don't fucking have any, you know what I mean? They can tell <laughs> right. you a story you probably don't, yep. don't know about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that and then they they were finally given rifles and yeah. you know uh, their suits, they, you know just get yeah, yeah the, the their blues, uniform, the blues, suits, was, was, a big was really thing, symbolic yeah. in the, in well, the whole, and the whole you know script. ripping up their their paychecks, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and if you too. refuse to be paid, no one gets yeah. paid. Like the solidarity mm-hmm. that is there mm-hmm. is is very touching, mm-hmm. and it, it's it, it's very it, it built that team, you yeah. know, despite the mistrust between both sides, it really built that team. Um, we're, I want to take this review in a little bit different of a direction than normal. Um, so this is our last, uh, Black History Month review. Um, and I got two questions for both of you before we get around to the next segment. Um, no, the first I love surprises, the first is <laughs> what does this movie mean to you? And, uh, what has, what have we, what have you learned this Black History Month? We'll start with you, Grego. Um, I'll kind of wrap it all into one, because um, I mean, it, 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 not to you know broaden it, but I think it's all about change. I mean, if you, you, mm-hmm. we, the movies we've watched and, and reviewed and covered, everyone 
is capable of it. Mm-hmm. Um, even the hardest of hards, the assholes, the the silly racist soldiers, the you know the 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 parents that you think were on your side that weren't. Um, you know, it's it's a mixture. Of everything. Everybody can change, and mm-hmm. I think it's a you know. There's, they say there's no atheist in foxholes, you mm-hmm. know, bring it to the movie. But it kind of it kind of comes clean in that fact, as you know, when there's you see life wanting to live and wanting to build it and just be themselves and yeah. fight out of their hole and, and grab life by the balls. I mean, that's that's kind of where it comes from. So I mean, mm-hmm. I I think it's the people that we've talked about. Um, God bless them. Thank mm-hmm. you, you know, for your service and, and being a pioneer. And then to the people, you know, the white folk and, you know, whoever else is feeling kind of shitty about their stance on life. And maybe you're a racist son of a bitch. You can change. You yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. I got faith in you, you know. But mm-hmm. give them hell, 54. Keep, give, them, give them hell. So that's that's my two cents. All righty. I can dig it. Shasti? So what did I take away and what happened? Yeah, what, is, what did this movie mean for you? And, and what did you learn I mean, it's, this month? It's a historic movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I could... So looking at it more of like the cinematography, I think stood out to me more mm-hmm. than anything. But as far as the dialogue or the script, like a lot of the movies we cover between, you know, the '90s and 2000s, where this is '89, but mm-hmm. it was really '89. It was more '80s yeah. than, than '90s very, as far as like how very. it was produced. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't think I really took too much away as far as mm-hmm. enlightenment, as far as That's like fair. from a produ- yeah. producer standpoint. But um, overall, this month. Um, I mean, the obvious things are there. I think these movies, there's at the end of the day, there's their Black History Month. Where it's great we're doing with it. Like a lot of these movies are made by old white dudes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they're made for old, old white, white dudes. dudes. Like yeah. we did, who's coming to dinner last yeah. week? And mm-hmm. it's like that movie's made for the person who doesn't know the obvious shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So any of these movies we've done this month, I would I would submit to anybody to watch. Yeah. Um, I agree. Because it's really fundamental shit. You know what yeah, I mean? It's really yeah, fundamental. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it sucks we have to talk about it. Yeah. You're going to keep bringing yeah. this stuff to mind. But, you, know? you know, it's there. You have no, to. I know, I know. And You're for, right. for the, the, the film aspect, you know, these are these are good movies we're picking. I agree. All three of them have, have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have been They have been really good. Um, I'd say this movie in particular, um, like Shasti said, like critically speaking, it's not anything uh, special. But... You know, it's it's just a, it's an honest feel good movie. Like it, it's it's historically mostly accurate. Um, it makes you feel good about, um, you know, the, the possibility of, of bringing communities together without necessarily uh, sugarcoating it. Like all these guys who came together still died together. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like there's a happy ending there. But yeah. you know, this movie does make you feel good in the right ways. It's 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 not cheap. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed that. You know, there's there's easy ways to manipulate emotions. Mm. And this movie doesn't do that. Um, this month, I, I learned... Uh, I did not learn enough when I was a kid, and I need to learn a lot more. And I, I learned the, uh, the patience and strength of the oppressed communities is far more commendable than I ever realized. Yeah, that's a good way to say so, the men who were oppressed in this film and the men and women who were oppressed in our previous films, uh, my hat, if it weren't underneath my headphones, would come off to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got to deal with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that said, um, any last thoughts about the movie before we go to ratings? 
I don't know. I think yeah, good. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward yeah. flick. You know, yeah. any any notes on cinematography? It was pretty straightforward. I, I mean, thirty five yeah. mil dudes in the yeah. editing room. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's still like. Digi- it's 89 you mm-hmm. know what i mean like, not quite digital but not, not quite old school film right yeah. yeah but still huge cameras huge camera rigs mm-hmm. i was trying to find some behind the scenes stuff that wasn't just like based on yeah the history and how accurate some of these aspects were mm-hmm. that's stuff i'm always like trying to prove wrong there's like i right, give me some juicy you know but, but really the, the the rigs they had out there yeah. in the middle of these fields you know what i mean for the yeah. for these war scenes like seeing seeing anytime you can take a step back and see how a film is shot. Mm-hmm. It's just shocking. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, in a time before IMAX, like this would have been done as an IMAX film. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, 100%, and getting that 100%, aspect. Yeah, yeah. It's commendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that, um, I think we've kind of touched on everything. Um, this is the part of the show where we talk tacos. Tacos. Out of a thousand tacos, Spo- spoiled tacos, tacos. tacos. We're doing spoiled tacos. <laughs> spoiled Out of a thousand tacos, what's a your thousand? taco rating? Well, you always go out of a thousand. Me and J- me and Chasti do out. Oh, a thousand. Yeah, a thousand. A thousand tacos. All right. Um, You're always doing point five. You know, I actually shit. didn't think about this one as much as I usually do. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna give this one a very high score, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with a. Uh, oof! I hate to say it, like a seventy-six. Okay. Seventy-six. Okay. Seventy-six. Even. Okay. Yeah. I'm I think going. it's worth a watch, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not. I don't Everyone a- should watch it just yeah. for the even before we were we, we were recording. You we were talking about how like Denzel, like ageless. You know what I mean? Morgan <laughs> yeah. Freeman, ageless. Like you know these people, Matthew Broderick, ageless mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? You look back at it, and it's like I didn't even realize till after I watched and did like a good amount of research. Like usually years, like it's probably on the bottom of the screen the whole time. It was like eighty nine. Like really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, you hold on. I gotta, I'm just saying I because it's an 80, all right. So because it's, it's 1989, I'm gonna <laughs> give it an 81. Okay, Dang, I'm giving okay. it a so little. We got a 76 and 81. 81. Yeah. Can I go back one time just to say yeah. there, there was a high point in that movie where Morgan Freeman bitch slapped Denzel. Sorry, big time. He had, yeah. he had some choice words for him too. <laughs> he did. He did. And uh, you know, it may have inspired a speech around fences. Oh my god! Don't get me started. That was not a big fan of fences. All right, my my Tiger reading. I'm gonna shock you both. Shock. This gets an even seventy. Yeah. Seventy. As yeah. a film, I have to rate it a little bit lower. However, as an experience, everybody should watch it, and it's worth watching. It gets your emotions going, and uh, like I said, it's not cheap about it. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> damn, <laughs> Sorry, this is the first time we underrated a, a movie. This morning, so I think by that, score, I think yeah. the the Rotten Tomato score is probably based mostly on emotions and cinematography dialogue's okay mm. it's period correct yeah there's it's not nothing much special i mean the only the speeches of... don't really stand out no. to you i mean you know what i liked about this movie too i'm sorry i know we're kind of closing no. but how how matthew broderick and, and his and his officers let they, they didn't in this movie they didn't take away the culture they didn't whitewash this you yeah. know what i mean like they let them be themselves and mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to get they that one out there. They were saying it. They were like, yeah. You know, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 you know, they're having fun. They're singing. They're doing their thing. I, I, I think that's a huge part of, you know, especially as a, in a critic's eye of the movies that we've watched. I mean, there's so many of them that it's just mm-hmm. whitewashed nonsense. We talk yeah. about the directors are old white guys usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They gave them that, you know. Not well, I think them, this was but... a young white guy. So okay. still. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Somebody who was, who was hip to the jive, I think they would say in 89. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I can wear my duster. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's, that's a different one. So, 
Uh, this has been our review of Glory. Now, I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting something. Oh, that's right. I wrote a book. Josh Price wrote a book called Reaper. You can find it on Amazon.com, BarnesNoble.com, anywhere online. You buy your books. It is a young adult fantasy novel in the first in a series. Please go buy my book. Um, please. <laughs> if you search Josh Price Reaper, it will be the first thing that comes up for you. Um, all my personal business aside, uh, we're actually going to be filming the first episodes of a new show tonight uh, called Director's Cut. You'll find yeah. it right here on YouTube. Um, for those of you listening on Podbean, hop on over to the YouTube channel and check out Director's Cut, where Greg, Shasti, and I talk about directors. Our first three episodes will be about James Cameron. Um, if you find yourself on the YouTube channel, you can also find the video versions of all of our uh, podcasts, which you may be watching right now, and uh, you'll find Thesis Statement. If you like what you what you see, go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell icon so that you get notified every time we put up a new video. We release once a week at least, uh, sometimes releasing two to three times a week if we can. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> that said, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can find in the, in the description down below the link to our Patreon. Uh, otherwise, just hop on over to patreon.com slash priceisright. That will be changing soon. Uh, and you'll find our Patreon. I say it'll be changing soon because we are growing as a company. Growing. And we're about to take a big leap and take on a new name. We're going to be calling ourselves Sippable Opinions. Sippable Obvious opinions. reasons. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm out. I'm <laughs> sipping too much. Yeah. So that's all the all the fun behind the scenes stuff. You can find me on Twitter at the Price is Right 312. You can find me on Insta at the Forgetful Writer 312. Gregory, tell me stuff. Uh, Foscaster on Twitter. Really pumped for these new episodes. Josh has been killing it on his uh, his other um, <laughs> his his other production, um, Joker, Manic PC, Dream Girl. Check those out. Um, he's got a lot of stuff coming too. Um, I'm excited. So you guys should be yeah. too. Have fun stuff. <laughs> fun stuff. Shasti, you guys tell can, me about you. You guys can find me right here. Uh, episodes release every Sunday. Mm-hmm. If yep. you're still listening at this point, or if you're watching on YouTube, just like and subscribe. It's a free way to support us. And Absolutely, keep us doing what we want to do. So, yep. so we'd like to shout yep. out our patrons. Yep. We see you. We hear you. We, we love, love you. We'd like to shout out you. all the makers of our gear from Peluso to Apple, and we'd also like to say goodbye. Right.